Happy Woo Wednesdays, everyone. If you guys haven't heard, I launched a new book for wedding photographers. It's called Woo Them to Heck Yes, a pro wedding photographer's tips and tricks for earning six figures plus and perfecting any couple's big day. It's amazing, three years in the making. I'm getting so much great feedback. So many people are posting stories about it, saying what they've learned. I've got a ton of sales and it just feels so good because I put my heart and soul into this book and I just don't want you to struggle anymore. And for a limited time offer, you get a bonus. It's my 10 minute introductory call. You could actually learn how to book a client in only 10 minutes, break down walls, raise prices, get that heck yes. So go to heckyesmedia.co backslash book. So limited time offer. So today I have Renee in the house. She's from Deco Reverie and she's a seductive wedding and bourgeois photographer and she's going through my program right now. And in this episode, I just tell you I love her and I feel like we're going to become like besties for life. I love her energy. I love her smile. Um, she's killing it. She's come so far in the past two months. She's only been doing this for about a year but I know she's gonna get booked out next year. She just needed help with her brand messaging, which we come into place, me and my team. So yeah, she was actually inspired by one of my episodes, I think three episodes down with Ed from Super Simple Marketing, and we chat all about chat GPT. So become an early adopter. So she was inspired by my episode with Ed, and that same day, she wrote three amazing blog posts really catered to her new brand and she's on fire and today she is going to share about how to simplify your content because we all know content is king and queen so enjoy this episode Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we'll talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your host, Carissa Wu. I have a very special guest. Her name is Renee Sternhagen and a little bio about her. She is a New England-based wedding and bourgeois photographer. Her passion for delivering cinematic, emotional, and seductive images to her clients is her obsession. Her outgoing and supportive direction helps clients combine movement, and intimacy to create passionate drama-filled imagery, never stale and always alive. Welcome, Renee. Well, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. That, I love that intro. Thank you. And <laughs> you're actually you're, you're going through my program. So I just redid all your brands and your messaging and your structure. But yeah, we've been going through a lot the past month. Holy smokes. Yeah. No, we've uh 
we're definitely in it. We're in the deep end and it's, it's a really good feeling. So yes, I fell in love with you so quickly from our first call and, you know, we got to, to know each other a lot better the past month, but I always think I'm like, I just want to be like best friends with you for forever. Oh, you have been uh, just like a beacon of hope. Like I fell in love with you. The fr- So I was like, scoping for podcasts because I I drive a lot for work and I'm like I was looking for inspiration and thank god I found you because it's been just like game changing knowing you from like the podcast but just getting to know you as a coach and it's um it's just it's cool how the universe puts people together so I know I feel like even after like years from now I just want to like call you on like a long time and just like hear your voice (laughs) absolutely absolutely I'm always here and I know you are too so and you are the type of person that goes leaps and bounds like every day um don't tell us about photography yet but tell us about a little bit about like your childhood what you were like as a kid and your journey to where you are now oh man uh I am a Wisconsin native and so I, I grew up in the Midwest. Uh, I have a twin sister, a younger brother, and I grew up in the suburbs of Milwaukee, which Brookfield, Wisconsin, shout out. But um, I have always kind of marched to the beat of my own drum. I grew up as a city girl, uh, loved loved the Mac makeup counter and Steve Madden shoes back in the early 2000s. And wanted to be a hairdresser and then ended up in in college studying animal science. So I've worked in the dairy industry my entire life, uh, basically. So, but I've been, and that kind of like stems from, I'm around people. I'm, I'm a consultant. I've, I've been a sales individual, basically my entire adult career. So this is, where it's taking me in a totally different spin. So wait, so you are in the dairy industry? I'm in the dairy industry, girl. I work, I have worked with dairy cows and cattle for 20 years now. 20 so years. What, what does that mean? So you, <laughs> we're going on a total pan. <laughs> I, like, um, I, I I have an interest. It's kind of a weird background. Um so the milk, the milk products that you find in the superstore or supermarket, things like that. Um, so obviously they're coming from dairy farms. And so dairy cattle, like for people who are not like within the industry, they like, they're finding out all these like insane, like, like animal husbandry practices on top of like the science behind the business. And like, it's a total rabbit hole that like, if you're not familiar, like the food to table, kind of disconnect the, the the entire U.S. and the world has is pretty wild. But I work with uh, dairy farmers or producers as well as I work with dairy cows. So I, oh. I keep them healthy. I keep them healthy. So um, yeah. It's been... Interesting. And you're making bank, but you want to be a photographer. I, no. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Before that. Okay. So you said the Steve Madden lipstick, but I guess what were you like as a kid and how were you different from your twin sister? I was, I'm, I'm such a goofy weirdo. Uh, so my sister's a goofy weirdo too, but as a kid, I think that seeing the world a little bit differently with like ADHD and like, and 
also really being a people person, I was super outgoing and I, I still am like that's translated to adulthood, but my sister is complete polar opposite in that sense of introverted. Um, she's very dry humor. Uh, she's very, she's very private. Whereas I'm like, I'm like, let me tell you my whole life story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we get along. <laughs> yeah, that's why I mean, there's nothing private. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it was funny because in high school, we both had the same like psychology teacher and he had us at different times and we're twins. So you would think like there'd be some similarities and he was blown away how like every time we'd take like a personality test or like different psychology test he'd be like you guys are just totally like do you even live together interesting <laughs> so, that's so yeah. cool oh I love that and then how did you get or fall into wedding and bourgeois photography um so I we kind of did the whole like I've been in corporate slash dairy farmer industry the the agricultural industry has been something that I've been involved with for a very long time and I'm at this period of my life where like I met my husband in 2020 like COVID really kind of changed how I looked at how I'm living my life and I, I think that's just some personal perspective I think a lot of people like had to sit with themselves and see where they were comfortable and where they weren't. And, um, the grind and the corporate, like, I hate to say that, like the corporate BS, like I belong in an industry that is very male dominated, that is, can be very chauvinistic and like, um, not a lot of good feelings coming for like somebody who's a more progressive and like I'm a female that's entering like my late thirties and I just am feeling like super empowered. So long story short, looking for something that fed creativity and like connection with people on a really personal and deep level where like, it's not a million dollar business that I'm trying to save. It's, it's, I'm dealing with relationships and like, that has been a huge transition for me. And I am obsessed with it. I love weddings. My own wedding inspired me to like, look at what a good photographer is and what a bad connection is. And then boudoir, like I'm obsessed with lingerie and I love making people feel like a billion dollars. Like it's, it's amazing. So uh, that's a great answer. I mean, what was, you come so far just in the past month, but even in your first year, but what was like the first year of wedding photography? Cause I know you booked a lot of weddings right off the bat. So how did you do it? And how was yeah. doing it while you're doing a full-time job? must've been crazy. Bro, I I'm still trying to figure out how that's working. Right. Yeah. So actually my official first year in business, um, and I've, I've gone through a rebranding already, obviously I'm working with you on that. Um, I is, uh, it's August 30th, um, of last year where I actually, I picked up a camera and decided like, okay, this is going to be something that I'm doing for the rest of my life. It will be focused around this. And, um, first year of business has been very challenging and, and where I found success is just 
it's coming from my skill set of asking really good questions and talking less about myself. And, and I think as somebody who's been professionally trained, but also like, Mm. and in the sales industry for as long as I have, it's actually really helped me be smart about making connection in my business. And Mm. like, and I think that's what has helped me kind of stand apart from like other first years of photography where like, I've connected with other photographers and like, tell me about your first year. Tell me about like the first three years you've been in business. And they're like, the struggle is real. And I think that's why my previous life or the life that I'm coming from has really helped set me up with systems and like relying on people and outsourcing and staying humble. Oh, I love that. What are like your favorite questions, powerful questions that you ask your clients now? Oh, um, <laughs> I, I think an icebreaker, like what you always want to ask people like how they met. Right. But then like, when is the first time you knew you loved this person? And I asked, or, and, and who said, I love you first and how, like, what was your first impression of this person or, and, and like Ooh. having having them say it while they're together. That's why like, I love when both couple members can be there for like that consult because it gets them like teasing each other and like getting the emotions flowing. So like, I can, I can connect with them and be like, you guys are getting married. Like, this is amazing. And just, Oh my God. It really puts them on a spot on an emotional level. I'm all about that. Like, It's like you better deliver. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, yes, yeah. There, I mean, some of the things that that have uh, there are some really like powerful moments that have come from like just ex- them explaining like their first couple milestones as a couple to you. Like that's cool. So. Oh, I love that. Okay, I forgot to mention, you guys. Our hot topic today is all about Chat GPT. I'll explain more. <laughs> But two more questions before we dive into hot topic. But what is your woo factor? What is your deco deco reverie factor? What makes you stand (laughs) out and shine? Oh man, I I like it. It stems from like the ethos, right? Of or the mantra that like I want my business to be, and it's I want everybody in my presence to feel loved and and. I think it's it's come from like talking to you and talking with Cindy and talking with like other influences in my first year. But I had a manager who once like I was I was behind on calls or I was running late to a next appointment and I had to text and communicate that. And the most powerful thing that he said to me was, love the ones you're with. Love the ones you're with. And like that stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, I need to make sure my focus is on the person or people that I'm trying to connect with. You cannot rush. Do not seem impatient. I don't care if the dog has to go outside or like, you know, the, the dryers getting too hot and shrinking your clothes. Like, I don't care. Like you need to be present and connect with them. So that's a good one. I feel the same way with the podcast. I'm like, 
I don't really like to batch my podcast because I like to like enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Like maybe if I don't post one week, it's fine. Like just yeah. be present in the moment. So, and just, yeah. So being always rush, rush, rush. Uh, we, and we get so caught up in that. Like there's only so many hours in the day, but like feeling, giving those people or that person your time and really truly connecting with them and letting them tell you their story man that's just like I chalk up my success the first year of business to that and like I and I know it's it's rough out on these streets right like as a wedding photographer yeah like holy smokes like I look back at my first wedding photos like I love them dearly because they're who I was at that moment. But now I look back, I'm like, can I do a redo? (laughs) (laughs) People love the process though. (laughs) But like, but that's the whole point. Like we still, they love their photos still because I was a part of that day. And like, I was their number on hype queen. Like, I'm like, let's do this. Let's make it epic. So yeah. I love that. Okay. One more question before our hot topic, but I know we have a long way to go. You've come so far in the past month or months. Um, but what does your business look like today? Oh, it's been wild. Um, so business today, I my 2024 wedding books are open. I've booked six weddings for next year so far. And then I actually in September, so coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, I'm opening my second location for my boudoir business. Uh, I have an office slash small studio in my hometown, but I'm actually opening one closer um, to uh, serve more of like the New Hampshire, Manchester location, and then also Boston individuals coming to me for that. So things are happening. <laughs> Your boudoir is fire. So everyone I, listening, go check her out. Oh, oh Reverie. You might see some titties, but it's, it's <laughs> a little seductive, titties. but it's so titties. sexy and sultry. I just, First, I die for it. I wanted to tell you my woo factor was that my, it, it actually is my toxic trait is if I enter a lingerie store, I will instantly drop like 500. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I just bought a ton. I'm going to do my TikTok, my Instagram. I'm going to be showcasing all of the new client wardrobe pieces that I got, look out for it. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I'm the opposite. I'm just like granny pennies every day. Girl, I I didn't say it was for me. I'm saying it's for the the (laughs) client wardrobe. I'm wearing a sports bra right now. I'm going to be real honest. Okay. So just a little backstory. Yes. Um, you actually enjoyed my podcast with Ed from Super Simple Marketing. It was a couple episodes ago and we talked all things chat GPT. And you were so inspired that you wrote like three to four or five blog posts in one night after listening to it. So I said, hey, let's got get on uh, Zoom and let's talk about it because, you know, everyone's still kind of, what do I do? How do I use it? You know, like, mm-hmm. how is it going to change my life? So today we are talking about simplifying your content creation and how chat GPT, how it's going to change your life. So hi. <laughs> hi. It, and, and Chris, I think the biggest, like where it resonated with me too, like I have been 
I've been nervous about AI and I've been nervous about like implementing more and more things into my day to day, right? Like there's only so many hours and it's, it's challenging. It's really hard to keep all the wheels on the bus. So, um, I took that podcast to heart and like, you know, I, I gotta, I, I know a couple people who are using it in their business, but how can this help put more time back in my bucket? Um, and so, yeah, I'm um I'm so excited to talk to you about this. So. Ooh, okay, so kind of sum up after listening to it, what inspired you and then what did you do to take action? And then we'll kind of go deeper into it. So I I know that like okay, we talk about it in my day-to-day verbiage, like I only have so much in my cup. Like my cup is only so full, right? And that deals with like balancing a full-time job on top of like a full-time photography job, right? Like that's where I'm getting to. And so what resonated the most was I only have so much creativity in my cup and I'm putting that towards like my rebranding and, and my photography and making sure my clients feel love. And that I'm building stories around their photography sessions. And so, um, with, with this technology and the ability to teach it how to communicate similar to your voice, but also like really um, simplify the ease of like just writing a freaking blog that actually one is legible, two is really interesting and has a ton of amazing good information, right? So I've been using it from not only the boudoir aspect and like all those little um things that create like this amazing experience but also like the wedding side of things with how to help my clients with like where to find the greatest venue for their personalities and the love story to like okay picking out a pair of shoes it's gonna totally like crush your day and make sure like your pinky toes don't fall off so like (laughs) it, it has helped me be even more creative and yeah well wait do you have the free version or the paid version I pay I I went right ahead that your your podcast um I'm sorry what was his name again Ed 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 literally was like just spend the 20 bucks I'm like you know what Ed 20 bucks well spent (laughs) so yes yeah the non-paid the non-paid version Chris I don't bother like go spend 20 bucks yeah okay okay good to know Okay, so you, um, we're going to talk about three things for ChatGPT, blogging, email marketing, and social media, but I guess you could just start by saying, like, how do you warm up ChatGPT to kind of say, hello, who am I, and then how do you get started with everything? Pardon, guys, for this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program for all wedding professionals, not just photographers. It's called the Triple Threat, and there are five amazing phases. And let me tell you, all this work I've been doing for the past three, four years of coaching, I turned this into the most awesome sauce program to get you like the best results to get you leads, to pretty much just get you to success in general. So phase number one, me and my team are going to overhaul your whole entire brand experience. We are going to do some deep digging and after you will get a 
beautiful new copy for the home page of your website and we'll give you a wireframe in Canva and the whole structure of your website will be amazing. Speaking to your ideal client and when people go to your website, literally you are going to be the no-brainer choice. Phase two, we're going to create your signature package. I get this question so often. How do I price myself? We are going to help you price yourself. Phase three, we are going to generate leads through getting on the venue vendor list. So we're gonna create beautiful marketing material for you to pitch yourself to venues. And I'll tell you exactly what to say and what not to say. Phase four, turn followers into inquiries. We're gonna give you a content calendar and create your whole IG portfolio to stop the scroll and actually get people like inquiring on your Instagram. And last phase, we are going to craft a high converting inquiry to make you a booking system. So this is your whole entire sales presentation, how to get that heck yes on the spot. So watch my live 20 minute demo, link is in the bio, you are going to love it, the triple threat. Back to the conversation. Yeah, okay, so things that things that I have noticed that I've had to kind of do more prompt work with, um, the, the more advanced version, which is 4.0, um, it definitely is gonna throw in like $10 words, like, you and I have done a lot of copy work with Cindy for my brand. So like I mention a lot of emotion and romance and passion. So it will take on those descriptive words and like take it 20 miles in a total direction where you're like, okay, this is too much. So mm. oh, I've been utilizing it. Like say I'm writing a blog post about a Rhode Island um, luxury estate where people are hosting these micro luxury weddings. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of luxury, just said, a lot of like higher end uh, descriptive words, things like that. And it can take it in a too much direction where it almost feels like this is not even legible because it's usually using like SAT words that you know, only those kids who are going to like a Ivy League school are using uh -huh. I want to be more relatable. And I, I don't want to um, scare away clients by being like too, um, <laughs> too snooty, I guess. Yeah. So after, after it generates that first copy, you can go in and give it suggestions. And if it's like a perfect fit, you can give feedback saying this was great. Um, and, and make sure you're reiterating the words that you like. So it will know in the future that those words are okay. And those words you enjoy. So it's, it's a game changer for sure. Can <laughs> so. you like, just put in like what me and Cindy wrote for you, or do you have to just like say, Hey, I'm going to send you what's already on my homepage. Like how, what's like the first sentence? Yeah. Um, so one that I, so kind of going off that like Rhode Island luxury estate wedding micro scenario, scenario, excuse me. I, I wanted to write a blog about that, but in the voice of a new England photographer that is a witty, uh, funny mm. obsessed with their clients. Like, so you have to kind of give that, give it the voice that it's supposed to be speaking in. And the more information you feed it, the the better the outcome. And then if if it's not exactly right, 
you just ask for it to stimulate in a different way and it'll just keep regenerating. It's, it's really intuitive. Ah, so. uh, it's kind of scary. It probably knows me more than, but better than my husband. I mean, yes. <laughs> like more intuitive. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> my, husband, my husband's not writing my copy for my website, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you, okay. So after that, then do you just say, oh, write me a blog post about this, this, and this? And like, what blog post did you spit out that you're proud of? Oh, man. Um, so there was one that I really love that I, when I first got into boudoir, like, <laughs> this is going to sound kind of bratty. So first got into boudoir, I did an open model call and it was basically just like, I'm dipping my toe in, right. I'm just seeing if this is really going to be for me and instantly fell in love and met some amazing people. Um, there were some clients that showed up and like, they've never done boudoir and I've never done boudoir. So I didn't quite know on how to prompt like, Hey, when you guys are making the investment for this, make sure go out and like pamper yourself, go to like a lingerie store, get a bra fitting, like buy the damn lingerie that is sexy and gorgeous and high end. Like, cause you're going to feel like a million bucks and it's going to fit you like a million bucks. So with that being said, I wanted to generate a blog, um, that dealt with my top 10 favorite lingerie brands that are size inclusive. And so I already knew what brands that I wanted to highlight. So I put them in the blog and said, write blogs about these top 10 brands focusing and and speaking to this specific clientele. Mm-hmm. And, and not only has that blog stemmed, um, kind of helped me generate my podcast that we're, we've put out, um, but also like it's helping build client um, guides that I send for like client styling and stuff. But, and then also just saying, Hey, listen, I've bought this personally for my client wardrobe. I think this would be a great fit. So it's, it helps generate more creativity. So it is like, I would want to have that guide because the stuff I buy on Amazon is <laughs> from China. They all do. They all do. I, <laughs> it, it doesn't, it, it does help. Like I, I like to concern myself a fashionista uh, on looking and putting together really styled scenarios. I want people to look their best. And like, if you're rolling in with lingerie that's been sitting in your drawer for 10 years, but has also been through your dryer a billion times, Uh this looks really janky, right? So we want it to be perfect. So yeah, yeah. totally. I have a random question, like kind of off topic. Um, from chat GPT, but yeah, was it sh- like a struggle to incorporate like boudoir and weddings together? Like kind of like this seductive look and I've, you've done it so well, but how did you do that? So cohesively? Oh, you know what? I, somebody had said it really, really amazingly recently. And I, I was listening to a different podcast, but I think it's, it's emphasizing like boudoir is a really personal experience and it's meant for the individual and like icing on the cake, extra brownie points, you get to hand your future spouse an album. Like, and so when I'm marketing to bridal boudoir clients or potential, like they're about to get engaged or like they're, you know, Valentine's day or a honeymoon or something was right around the corner. Um, 
it's been amazing to see the outcome of like when these women really want to showcase their love for their partner. And then they end up walking around like freaking supermodels at the end. They're like, oh my gosh, this wasn't even about him or her. Like this is about (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a gift to them, but it's honestly, it's, it's a life experience for potential like bridal clients. And I think it's, it's super, and especially people are making a transition into a different phase of life. I think giving them like the, the voice of, Hey, um, let's do this celebration because you're about to become a we, and we want you to showcase your individualism too. So ah, nice. Renee, bringing the sexy bag. Love. love. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And also like the groom sees your portfolio Instagram and they're like, oh, um, girls trust, you know, trust. Yes. I'm, I'm not going that route, but <laughs> you trust the, the photographer so much that yeah. you know they're willing to get down and dirty. So, you know, you must be easy to uh, make them feel comfortable on like for a wedding day. So <laughs> I'm not going that route. Carissa, my favorite. So one of my favorite models and my, one of my best friends, Molly, um, she's my makeup artist and she's in the wedding industry too. And her now husband is always afraid when we get together because (laughs) he blushes every time. I think they've been together for like five years now. So we can, we can do some damage in a very positive way. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. I, I mean, I drop like three, four K on a bourgeois session and, um, I gave it to my husband. This is kind of embarrassing. Sorry, but, um, my husband's like super traditional, like Japanese, and he actually was kind of embarrassed to like even look at it, but, um, I kept it for myself and I look at it from time to time again. And I was like, it brings me back to like, wow, like that was me and I'm I'm still sexy, but it's just like, that's crazy. That, that right. So there is like, uh, shit. Did you watch Shit's Creek at all? With yeah. Yeah. Moira Rose. And she's talking to Stevie and she's telling her like, take thousands of naked pictures and post them online. And like, because your kids are not going to do it when you're 50 or 60. Like it resonated so much because honestly, I look back and I'm 36. I look back at 25 and I was like, what the hell is I so insecure about? Like Uh, I was, I was a freaking Fox, like, and I was so wrapped up in my own, like insecurities. And I look back, I'm like, I wish I would have done boudoir then. Uh, And like, and I, I do now, like, I love it. It's the chapter you're in. Like you got to honor who you are. And uh, I love that. Okay. Back to chat GBT talked about blogging. That was a really, really cool um, blog post that is so not generic about the lingerie brands. Yeah. Um, that ChatGPT helps fit you, you know, the verbiage out, you could tweak it yourself. Let's talk about email marketing. How has ChatGPT helped you with email marketing? So Carissa, you just saw, I, I just sent you like the first rough draft of my, my bridal, like my clientele guide to you last night. So actually <laughs> noticing that I may have gotten carried away with it being really super long. Um, a lot of the content that I had put in that first draft was from chat GPT. So what I'm actually going to do is some of the content, the pages 
I'm actually going to use in marketing, like email marketing, because not only are they using the, the brand um, descriptive words and like really speaking to my like specific audience, um, but it's helping me generate content that I'm showing value. And so like, Email marketing has been a huge game changer for me because I'm able to generate like really consistent, um, kind of like an outline. And so my clients know I'm going to offer some like pointers and like, um, I'm going to take care of them in my emails. It's not about selling. It's not about a package. It's, you know, it's not about Renee's doing this. It's about like, how can they, be better in the know of tackling their next photography session. And so like, it's a game changer. And if it, if something's not working in one aspect of your business, pull it into a different one and like spin it. And that's email marketing for me personally. Oh, so, and consistency is everything. So, yeah, yeah. You're going to no, keep spinning up value. You have no excuse not to do email marketing. When you have a platform like this that you can easily generate like, and because it's learning over time and it's learning who, how you speak and like who your, um, your avatars are for your clients, like this is an extension of yourself. So you have no excuse not to be sending out, like if it's a weekly, if it's every other week, like once a month, like be consistent and it's going to help you be consistent. So, yeah. Like you never know who will come out the woodworks. Um, my best friend just texted me this morning and she was like, Oh, do you still have openings yet? I was like, or opening stills, like openings for what? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> you sent out the newsletter for your, you know, brand session marathon. I was like, oh shoot, you're on my newsletter. <laughs> I was like, here's a link. Like I can't be giving friends like freebies anymore, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, you never know. Just don't know who it's going to reach. So it's worth it. All it's right. So it. we did blogging. We did email marketing. We're at number three. The best part is social media. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my How God. is ChatGBT helping you with your social? And your social is fire. Thank you for saying that. Sometimes I feel like as an elder millennial, I get really overwhelmed with social media. So how it's how it's changed. Like we're there's a theme. I know where there's just so many elders. <laughs> I'm an elder. I, I girl, I, I we're like we're vintage. Like <laughs> I say so, better and you say vintage. I, I, I'm vintage. I somebody was talking about early 2000s. They're like, oh my gosh, we're dressing like Y2K. I'm like, yeah, I lived through it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. I just referenced like Daria on my last podcast. <laughs> they're like, oh shoot. Oh my yeah. god, I'm sorry. Okay, social media. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love Daria. I resonate with her. Um yeah. okay, elder millennial here. So a buzzword that we've been using is consistency, right? Like, because social media can be super overwhelming and like, girl, I'm, I'm working on putting my face out there. I'm, I'm, I'm officially a thousand followers in on TikTok. So like, I'm trying to do live feeds, things like that. So consistency, right? Like that's, that's the muscle that gets us where we want to be. And so with social media, chat GPT has helped like it's learning my voice. Right. So it's, it's figuring out who my main clients are, who the avatar is like that I want to work with. Um, and so I pick out the images, like, especially like your help with the 21 squares on Instagram, things like that. And I look back or I'm looking at the current stack of 
images that I want to put like forth into the the algorithm or the or different social media platforms and like you really need to be using chat gbt because you're not going to be as creative but also you're not going to know like the buzzwords of like the alt text mm. you're not going to know like exactly what's trending unless you're putting like an insane amount of time into figuring out like what's the hottest new trend and so like with that being said like I know that there are statistics out there like with Facebook and Instagram and and TikTok and Pinterest like you really need to be strategic on like those captions that you're writing um the the shelf life of those and like those posts like getting out to people like the more time you're spending trying to figure out like how to reach people get out there and go shoot some stuff like go photograph so like the the ability for this to only help you create really smart posts it it's it's changing it's it's constantly learning quicker than you can so that's how it's helped me and i think i actually like that's the whole reason why tiktok has been successful within the last month like i went from like 100 followers to now i'm like over a thousand so things are wow. slow but it's happening and I happening. So yeah, yeah. pretty much what you said is it just makes your brand more powerful, consistent, consistent, powerful. People reach out to you like you're owning your brand. So people are going to resonate with you. So yeah, that's been amazing. Any last words you want to say if someone's struggling with um, getting on the bandwagon of chat GBT how would, what would you say to get them out the funk today or what should they do today to kind of get started? Like, as you're making this transition, I'm, I'm speaking to people like within kind of the same shoes that I'm wearing right now, right? Like I'm, I work a full-time job. I have a full-time life. And then I have photography is full-time for me. Like I start work at 6 a.m. and I don't shut my laptop off until like midnight. So it's, it's a long day. Um, if you're trying to implement like systems that not only create consistency in, in your voice, but also like help give you more creativity space and it takes some of that burden off. And it also helps you become even more creative at times. Like this is a platform that you might not use it all the time, but honestly, I think you're going to find out you're using it like every day. So yeah, I I love that. Just do it. This is fun. Okay. So rapid fire, shorter answer questions. Um, what was your biggest mindset shift working with me the last month? Becoming a boss bitch. Ooh, (laughs) you're changing it. You're changing the game. You're, you're giving me confidence that I have, I haven't felt. So I'm, I'm here. Oh yeah. Because you know, when you do sign on with the coach or, you know, program, it's, it, you know, you, you're, you are going to have pitfalls and that's okay. Um, you were down one day, um, picked you back up and, you know, you're hearing your voice when things are bad. And then it's just kind of like going through those lows back to the highs and then getting kind of, once you surpass it, just like, Oh, I got through that and I'm good. I'm still alive. I, but it, and it's so much more than that. Like Carissa, honestly, like the, there have been moments I think, and you, you recognize it right away. You're like, okay, are you feeling down? All right, let's pivot. And, and 
you know, there's quick strategies that have changed the entire trajectory of a week because, you know, that's, we work through it together. Oh, hearts. I love that. So you're busy, busy, busy right now, but you know, you know, sooner or later, you're going to put the nine to five, but what are some of your like time hacks or scheduling hacks or like, how do you do it all? Okay. Um, chat GBT. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. And, and listen, I think everyone's kind of in like different parts of their journey and, and, and where they're at skill set wise and where they're at, like big picture stuff. Um, I truly do believe in like you outsource things for a reason to put more time back in your cup. Right. So like, even if it's as simple as, Hey, I, 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 don't have this skill set yet. Can you, even if you can't do it for me, can you at least teach me about it and like help me create a plan? So outsourcing, but also strategizing too. That's really good. And how did you meet your hubby? What do you guys like to do? And what was like your favorite part of your wedding? Oh my gosh. Uh, so Matt, shout out to my guy, um, Matt and I met Oh my God. He doesn't know this. Okay. So we, we met online. We met on match.com. Shout out. Uh, I moved to Vermont in January, 2020 for my job, met Matt. Uh, we started talking a little bit once I got here, met Matt the week COVID shut Vermont down. And it was actually the day where restaurants shut down. And Basically, I was like, all right, we're not going to a brewery. I'm going to come to your apartment and I'm going to bring some beer and we're going to have like a charcuterie board. Wow. (laughs) We played, um, we played Nintendo 64. Shout out to Gamer. Um, (laughs) Favorite part about our wedding. So we eloped. We, I planned my wedding three times and eloped and we went to our favorite Chinese restaurants, like a, a dive bar almost, um, in Montpelier, Vermont. And every, we, we sat next to like this 800 year old fish in its fish tank and we just laughed hysterically. So that, yeah, that was, but we ended up having like a reception with our family in the, the previous summer. And it was just like, we got to see my grandma. Like that was, she got to see, she got to see who I've, who I'm spending my life with. So. Wow. COVID's kind of like your lucky charm besides the canceling, rescheduling your wedding, but (laughs) it didn't matter. We, we had a great, like, I think one of the coolest parts was that Matt is an introvert and I'm his emotional support extrovert. And we had a banging DJ, like outstanding DJ. My husband danced the entire night. He wow. was amazing. So yeah, plug for wedding vendors, like get the DJ. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. They're I love awesome. that. Okay. So last question before we tell everyone where to find you, but where would you see, where do you, if you have a magic wand, where would you see your business in three months, 90 days? Well, um, so three months, I, I am going to see my business, right? I'm going to be seeing my business. Um, I have big plans for this winter season. I'm going to be focusing on the bridal boudoir, uh, aspect and like booking my studio out where I want 20 clients a month. I'm going to have 20 clients a month. 
Um, next year we're, we're kind of focusing on that, like, uh, wedding boutique photography team. And so I have a videographer. So the next 90 days it's, we're connecting further and making sure our styles align as well as like how we're serving our our clients. So I love that. And I love the word boutique too. (laughs) Get it girl. I love it. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. And where can everyone find you handles and TikTok, Instagram, and also new podcasts? Yeah. So the, the podcast that we start, it's basically all things boudoir. Um, it is called the lingerie lounge and you can find that on Buzzsprout. Um, my handles, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Deco Reverie Studios. Uh, and I'm Renee and I'm based out of New England. I I live in Vermont. <laughs> so you can find me there. So nice. And you have a little discount for all of our audience for Boudoir. Hell yeah, I do. Uh, so actually, if you book now um, through Labor Day, um, there is like $500 off for the actual services. Um, and then we actually hook you up with amazing fine art prints and, and gorgeous albums too. So lots of savings for our boudoir teams coming in. So. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for this conversation. Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.